1: My main man Joseph Takapina. Joseph, good morning, buddy. How are you? Said so that was
0: amazing. Um, that really, you know, we joke and we have fun with each other, but that was that was you at, at your best, right there. That's I mean, right. you 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 put it all together. Um, it's true. It's disgusting what's going on. Um, how 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 people can get away with spewing hate, spewing anti-Semitism, racism, whatever it is, and 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 then be expected to be accepted in the higher echelons of our society is mind-boggling to me. It's mind-boggling. And it's just uh, it, it's it's got to stop. I mean, I teach at Harvard Law School. Um, you know, I'm, I'll be up there in about a week and a half, um, and I'm curious to see the atmosphere there um, because it's 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 it's. I mean, when people have to hide menorahs at night so they're not vandalized, yeah. it's, we're really we're really in an upside down world. You know, it's by funny. The way,
1: you know, you teach at Harvard, which is very prestigious, and just goes to show how impressive you are. As an attorney, and I actually went to visit Harvard years ago, my, my daughter Ava, your, your friend Ava, she took yeah. a summer class at Babson College in Boston. And we went to, we had to pick her up and take her home, me, Danielle, and Gabe, and we visited Harvard. And what struck me was right across the street from the entrance to the university is the oldest church in America, the oldest church. Yeah. And yeah. On, on that church, they had a gay pride flag. They had a BLM flag. And I'll be honest, I was pissed. I'm like, I should know better, it's a liberal university, it's having, but come on, man, I mean, really, and yet, and yet, that's okay, the gay flag, the BLM flag, but if you're Jewish, that's no good. It's right across the street, Joseph, from the entrance to the university.
0: Yeah, we're just we're up. We're just upside down. Said this world is just upside down right now. I mean, even even the George Floyd thing. You said it right. The outrage there. Look, George Floyd was murdered. You you nailed it. Murdered by that cop. That that wasn't a cop. That was a murderer who did more damage to the good police officers of this country than any other cop has ever done. Well okay? said. Because their 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 jobs were now made much harder. Their lives were put in jeopardy. As you see, there were shootings of executions of cops right after that. Right. Um, but but you know when people were. Were you know sort of making a martyr out of George Floyd? George Floyd was a, a not a good guy. No. He should not have been killed. No. He should not have been killed, whether he was white, black, pink, or whatever. But but you know people were breaking and vandalizing cities uh, over George Floyd. They, they should do it because. An innocent man was murdered, innocent in that regard anyway. Um, but he was certainly not someone to embrace as a martyr and build statues. Oh, God, of,
1: no. I mean, you're tearing down Thomas Jefferson and George Washington statues. They've got a statue of George Ford. How about Columbus? So, How about Columbus? And Davis, Columbus, Columbus, thank you, right. well, God, you. Well, you know I've been very active with all those guys, uh, chairs. And for years I was yeah. out there and, and trying to save that. It, it really is. Yeah. It's grotesque. So uh, I could. I know right now, Joseph, and, again, you've got great partners and Chad and Matt and all those guys, but... Uh, your law firm, the Tachapina Law Firm, you ain't never going to hire one of these folks, right, ever?
0: In a million years, never, because the, the the content of someone's character is so much more important than their intellectual abilities. Yeah, everyone at Harvard, Yale, Princeton, wherever they go, you know, obviously they're at the upper, upper echelon of intelligence in this country, okay, from that standpoint. Um, I take great pleasure. You know, how I apply to – I teach at Harvard Law School. said so how I apply to Harvard Law School – they would call the police. Okay? <laughs> I mean, so I take such great pleasure in wiping courtrooms with horror lawyers yeah, yeah. because they're detached at some point. And, but, but this is something that I find, I find just amazing, um, that, that this could even be considered or embraced. So, no, I would never hire a hate monger. I would never hire um, a racist, an anti-Semite, or anything else. And it covers all color barriers. And I just am shocked that these people are embraced or, or put up on a pedestal. I yep. mean, if you listen to some of these speeches, it's not about being just and making sure that, that you know, there's not oppression. It's about it's about supporting anti Semitism. It's about supporting terror. And it's it's just hard to listen to sometimes and hard to listen to and I don't see the the appropriate outrage that's being sparked right so no we would never hire anyone like that again. No,
1: I agree too. You, that's a, you made a couple of you made a couple of great you made a couple of great, couple of great points in these a uh, few minutes, on, Joseph, including not enough outrage. There's just not. There's just not. Uh, Joseph Takapina. So I was, um, um, I guess it was kind of funny this week. You know, Donald Trump, uh, your client, doing court Monday for this uh, civil case with Alina Haber, and he going to testify. He going to testify, and then we find out, of course. Just a couple of hours before, he wasn't going to testify. And then a couple of days later, I heard the same thing about Rudy Giuliani on his Georgia case in Washington, D.C. He's going to testify. He's going to testify. And then he doesn't testify. So in the same week, we heard that both no. Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani were both going to testify, which, by the way, I thought were both bad ideas. And as it turned out, neither testified. I guess you weren't surprised. No, I mean, it would be malpractice to put either of them on a witness stand in a
0: civil case. When they're both, President Trump, facing four indictments, four, um, and, and, and you know Giuliani with one indictment and one where he's named an unindicted co-conspirator, the exposure on cross-examination would be so devastating. Their criminal lawyers would be rolling over in, you know, just, I mean, you can't allow that. That's just malpractice 101. So these are civil cases. Look, let's, let's break them down. In, in, in Trump's case in, in the civil case in New York, okay? That case is the writings on the wall, it's a fate of complaint. This is gonna be won or lost on appeal. You're not playing in front of this judge as a as a as a non biased uh, you know, fact finder. He's already determined you're a fraudster. Um, this is fraud, it's just not how much. It serves no purpose of him to get up there and, 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 and risk and expose himself to cross-examination on other things that would come in. It's a civil case. In a civil case, the bar is a lot lower, and the credibility cross-examinations are a lot broader um, because there are no criminal ramifications here, and there's no, you know, Fifth Amendment rights. So it, it's a whole different thing. He'd have to get up there and be asked questions about his criminal proceedings and what, invoke the Fifth or try to answer them? But I'll tell you, that would make, you know, John Lawrence and Todd Blanche have a strokes if he started answering questions <laughs> under oath about his criminal allegations, so he could never have testified. So, all you know, it's easier said than done. Everyone's testifying. Everyone's testifying until it's time to testify when you get put under oath and you get questioned about things that are outside the scope of that limited part of your testimony that you want to give because credibility on cross-examination is fire for cross. It's fair game. With Rudy Giuliani, it's a completely different story. Um, That was not a good move. All the way around, and and I'm sorry for Rudy, but and I love Andrew, but but he's not been getting you know the, the greatest advice on how he's handled this because don't forget this is another case where the judge has already found that he defamed these people. Okay, um, he, Rudy didn't respond, he didn't submit you know evidentiary um, requests and whatnot, so he wa- was found the rate to have defamed them. It's now about how much. <clears throat> if you're really going to try this case, which Rudy's doing because he's showing up in court every day. The only way to do it is to say, listen, I'm sorry they got hurt or whatever. Rudy went outside and repeated the claim of defamation that he's on trial for. I right. saying, I'm going to prove, when I testify, I'm going to prove that everything I said about them was true. I'm going to prove it. Okay, the juries, you know, they don't live in a bubble, the jury, right? They're out there. They hear. They see. And then when you make that big proclamation, and then when the bell rings for you to prove it, you say, I'm not going to testify. It, it's really a bad look. It's a bad look. And being in that – the worst part is being in that courtroom every day and not walking up eight feet to that witness stand. If you're there if, – look, if you choose not to testify in a civil case, stay away. Stay away And because you have no obligation to do it. Right. If you're going to be there every day and then you don't testify, the message to the jury is you don't want to. You're scared. Yeah. You know, you have exposure. That makes sense. And it wasn't was a good look. And, and look sense. again, I think these cases – nobody gets – these cases are both civil cases. This is not really the problem for either of these two gentlemen, right, mm-hmm. not the problem. They're both Problems, facing. The uh, other
1: right, they're both facing criminal trials in Georgia together. In fact, that whole Rico Act nonsense. One more about sixty seconds to go. Another great appearance by my guy Joseph Tacopina. And by the way, thank you again for Rangers Sabers for me and Gabe coming up on yeah. uh, December the twenty third. Thank you. You know the uh, the Biden uh, Justice Department had uh, no issue charging Navarro and my new good buddy Steve Bannon holding them contempt. I should say. Here you got Hunter, who skipped out on a depot just a couple of days ago. Do they not have a an obligation if they're going to charge Bannon and Navarro with contempt? I know it's the president's son, but shouldn't he get that too? He has to. It's Look, it, it,
0: Bannon was sentenced to four months in prison. Navarro's awaiting waiting sentence. It's exactly the same thing. They basically ignored congressional subpoenas. Hunter Biden's doing the same thing, and it's really put – Attorney General, you know Garland, in a really bad spot, right? So, does he shield Hunter or not? Not pursue the things he pursued against Trump allies, um, and 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 you know defy the law and, and exposing himself as just a partisan, you know, pawn? Or does he do what he should do, which is the same thing he did to these other individuals, despite the fact that they were on different political scales, right? The, the, the I'm sorry, the political fences. He should pursue. Look, subpoenas are legally enforceable; they're required to show up. Hunter Biden wants to do it publicly. Well, witnesses do not get to dictate how a subpoena is going to be complied with. Okay? They don't get to determine how the terms of their testimony is subpoenaed. If he doesn't show up and Garland doesn't want to do anything, you know, honestly, Congress could could put him in. I mean, they could put him in, you know. They really could put him in. He He could wind up being put into jail by, you
1: know, the Capitol Police.